What's up, you guys? It's me, Abby Jolie, and welcome back to another episode of the King's Kid Convos podcast, where we have one big convo about living for Christ in the culture today. King's Kids Convos. King's Kids Convos. King's Kids Convos. King's Kids Convos. Can we talk? Can we talk for a minute? Can we talk? I wish I could insert Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk in here, but I don't feel like dealing with copyright issues. But seriously, can we talk about feelings real quick? Because I think it's a lot of things that go unsaid about feelings. And it's definitely what I'm trying to get into in this episode. So. Dear Heavenly Father, I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to speak about your word on this podcast. I pray that you would expose our hearts and open up our hearts to hear you. I pray that if anyone is struggling with the issue of emotions consuming them, that this episode would reach them, Lord God, and that you would do the rest of the work. So I pray all of these things in your mighty and matchless name. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right. So y'all... If if I have seen this on my social media, I know y'all have seen it at least once. And I know you've gone on somebody's Instagram story and it has like a message and it's in like size four Helvetica font, if you can see the font, that only they can see. Only the person who posted it know what it says. And you're probably just sitting there like, I don't even understand why you would post this. And this can count on the close friends too. Let's let's not eliminate if you're on people's close friends. But you're just wondering, why would you post this? And the truth of the matter is, the post was meant for one person. <laughs> the post was meant for one particular person or a particular group that was targeted based upon their opinions or beliefs or something that they said or something that the person who posted it took offense to. So for the people in the back who don't know what I'm talking about or have never seen it, I'm talking about subtweeting. And I'm going to tie it all into feelings in a quick moment. But subtweeting is basically throwing subliminals, throwing shots, throwing shade at someone or a group of people who rubbed you the wrong way. And you just have opinions and you have something to say about it. You want to let them know, but you don't want to at them, and you definitely don't want to say it to their face. So you take it up with social media, and you send them a message, even if they can't see it. You're going to send it anyway. And one day, I sat back in the midst of my timeline, and I just thought, this is the type of world that we live in. We live in the society where people will publicly go on a social media platform and announce that they are a private person. And it'll sound something like real general. It'll sound like, oh, well, I post and tweet things, but believe me, you don't really know me. Like, I'm really private. Like, I'm, I really move in silence. Because when you get on social media and say stuff like that, I'm not even going to lie. It, it sounds like you're just holding up a bullhorn telling people about your life. But I say all of that to say that in my opinion, this has to do with one thing in particular and it's feelings. It's not being able to effectively communicate how you're feeling, not being able to properly interpret how you're feeling. And because social media is at our fingertips, we have constant access to it. That is where some of us go to let off steam, to find connection, 
to seek out relatability. So I've realized because I've gone through my season with emotions, I can talk about them so freely because the Lord has helped me to conquer them. My emotions no longer have me. I just have them. So, you know, let's talk about not knowing how to feel because the reason why I'm bringing this up and why this episode for me is really important is because the enemy will attack your mind first. And I love how that reminds me of the beautiful book written by Joyce Meyer, Battlefield of the Mind, because it just talks about the collision between real life emotions and real world situations, but how to deal with them in a Christ-like way. And the truth of why we take it to social media is it is so easy to let it off your chest to people who don't know you personally. Believe it or not, people don't like letting their guard down when it comes to new people. You're meeting someone new, but when you don't know what people's faces look like, you don't know their name, you can't really connect their situation, posting something very general, even if it has an underlying message or motive, it is so easy to do that. People who don't know you like that don't ask for the full story. And honestly, they don't care. Subconsciously, you begin to recognize that when you make a post with lyrics that, quote unquote, don't mean anything, that people will ask you, are you okay? Are you good? They'll extend their relatable opinion without asking for, well, what did they say or whose side? They don't know the other side because they've only heard your side. Some people post those things because they're seeking the validation of their feelings from anybody. And if someone will side with them, having only heard their side and what they think or only see the surface emotion that you place on social media, you'll take that. We will take that that branch that someone extended to us over really talking about our feelings, over really talking about how something made us feel. Because 100% of the time, I guarantee you, I'm not going to say 100, but about 99.9% of the time, the feelings that we're feeling are, are valid. God cares about the feelings. So I believe that if you have a feeling, it is most likely valid. But you need a healthy way to break through it or you can go left. So the main issue with constantly letting things off your chest and letting people know what's on your mind or aka how you're feeling is you could potentially come to be known as someone who you don't really want to be known as. You know, we have this access to social media. You can literally say how you feel. The box on Twitter, on Facebook is, what are you doing today? How are you feeling? What you up to? That's the question that it asks us before we type something in. So you're almost prompted to tell someone how you're feeling. But the issue with that is you could be labeled as something that you just don't want to be labeled as. You could be labeled as someone who talks too much, someone with a big mouth, someone who don't got their feelings in check. And even if that happens to be the case, if you thought that other people were viewing you that way, it would be off-putting. That might be just the last thing that you want in a society that's trying to convince everyone that you're, I'm low-key, I'm down to earth, like, I'm just all chill vibes, I'm not for the drama. And people will post and say those very things, but then also go to social media and throw subliminals and talk about random things that 
really signal something else that's going on internally. And it could be now that because I'm looking at things in a more spiritual sense, I see the posts and the behavior and the close friends and the lyrical tweets. I see those things as cries for help. And I want to bring up in the Word of God, Proverbs 18, 2, because it just so beautifully puts it as the Word of God does. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air out their own opinion. And I personally don't want anybody listening to this episode or any of my podcast episodes to walk away being foolish because you're being deceived by the world. You're being morphed into what the world is about. So don't be a fool and feel like your opinion matters more than anything. Sometimes you just need another perspective. Sometimes you just need to see the other person's side or another viewpoint. Sometimes you just need to step back and not have anything to say and understand that maybe you just agree to disagree. And the other issue with always telling your emotions and your feelings off to social media is that is the definition of a temporary fix. And it's the cycle, honestly, that the enemy starts. The enemy throws you into that. He starts entangling himself with your thoughts and telling you one thing. Oh, who are you going to talk to? Nobody answered your calls. You might as well run to social media and see who will just pick up your your post, who will view your post and want to talk about it. And then you have somebody who can finally let it out to. He'll tell you to look here, 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 social media, Twitter, Facebook, for validation. And when you wake up the next day, after what I like to call a little feelings fit, your problem and your improperly communicated feelings still have no solution. In other words, you are still in your feelings. I know how it feels to have a feeling and not know how to interpret it. When someone asks, I didn't even, when someone used to ask me how I was feeling, I didn't even know what to say aside, I just don't feel happy. But I was surrounded by comparison. I was surrounded by futile and pointless conversations. So I definitely wasn't going to feel happy. And when you have old trauma and feelings replaying themselves in the forefront of your mind, you cannot heal from them or forgive those who hurt you. And you really honestly can't even do it by yourself. So how do you leave your feelings at the feet of the Lord and not on the timeline? How how do you do that? My first tip is surrounding yourself with people who will breathe wisdom into your life and people that will pray with you instead of agreeing with you and telling you everything that you want to hear. Then you will be free from the shackles of your emotions. Only through the power of God will you be able to tell your emotions, your past mistakes, your trauma, your abuse, and many, many other transgressions and things that hold us back. Only with the power of God will you be able to tell them and look them in the eye and say that you have no rule over me. My next tip is that you need to keep your mind replenished with the word of God. Psalms 37.3, it just reminds us to feed off of his faithfulness. And that's a daily thing. A lot of people think that, you know, oh, I got my my daily wisdom, my, my Bible app, my, my sermon on Sunday, I'm good for the week. No, it's a daily thing because it's hard out here. It's hard living in the culture today, and you've only got your re-up of the Word of God on Sunday. So keep your mind fed with the Word of God. And I say that because, like I said before, the enemy is going to attack your mind first. 
So keep your mind fed on the word of God so the enemy can't even sneak into your mind months later and put you back in this state of mind where you feel like you're outside of your own emotions. So share your emotions and feelings with other believers. Seek out those. If you don't have them in your life, seek out those people who can help carry the burden. Galatians 6.1 puts it beautifully again. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. Other people, other believers are there to encourage you. They're there to build you back up and edify you and remind you why you're here. And also, this is my last little side note. I guess it's kind of a tip, but it's just something to be aware of. I guess it's a little warning. Beware of the music that you listen to. I love Drake much of the next person. Nice for what to these you know what's. But I know I do not need to be listening to uh, like Come and See Me um, by P&D and Drake at 1 a.m., blasting in my earplugs when I know I'm alone and I am most vulnerable to getting in my feelings. So it's okay to set boundaries. That's another tip right there. It's okay to set boundaries. And I just talked about this on my friend Jasmine's podcast, Let's Brunch podcast. Please check that out. Um, But I just talked about this, how setting boundaries is so far from childish. I've heard this all the time when I used to back away from certain things that I used to do or just not live the lifestyle I was living before. And I'd be like, I don't do that anymore. Or I just don't think that's okay. People will begin to scrutinize you and turn their head to the side and wonder what's up with you. But don't let their offense or their judgment to what you said or the boundaries that you've set put you off. Like, no, you're doing this for you. It's okay to set boundaries and standards and have guidelines on your timeline and stuff even for something as simple as not listening to a certain music at a certain time because music can put you there if you're a music junkie or anything like that if you love music you know that music can put you in a state of mind that you may not need to be in not having boundaries is childish it's not wise it sets you up and puts you right back in the mind frame of society that says you got it oh, I've got it, I can do what I want to do, I can do this, I can do that, it will never affect me, when that's just not true. The Lord knows what you need. So when you're feeling some type of way about anything, when you're feeling like you're about to get confused about your emotions again, take it up with him before you go to any IG, Twitter post, or anything. And I'm I'm coining this phrase because I thought of it, and I feel like I thought of it first, so I'm going to go ahead and say that I coined the phrase, is we need to stop being a mouthpiece for the enemy. The enemy wants you to be confused. He wants us to glorify and um, fetishize depression and self-doubt. We all have seen those memes when we're going through something like, oh, when I'm sad, but I'm crying in the mirror. And it's, it's, it's funny, but the truth is, is when somebody's really dealing with depression or suicidal thoughts, or anxiety, it's not that funny. And it's actually hurtful. It hurts. You feel like you're deteriorating. And the world will just beef that up and capitalize on that and make a relatable post because they'll get the most likes and they, it puts them on the scene. And But you're still going through that. And that feeling still comes up all the time. 
and it, the world will tell you to laugh through it. You know, this world is so bad. This life is so sucky. Let's just laugh it all out. But wouldn't you want to be saved? Wouldn't you want to be healed? Wouldn't you want the solution to the things that leave you so empty at the end of the day? One of the best things about living your life for God is knowing that he loves us enough to make us aware of the ways of the enemy. John 8, 44 just spells out who the enemy is. He was a murderer from the beginning. That's how it starts. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character for he is a liar and the father of lies. <laughs> and God is not a confusing God. The Lord doesn't tell us about the enemy to make us scared or back us into a corner or to trick us or deceive us. No, God tells us about the tricks of the enemy so that we are aware, so that we know what's coming. So we know, oh, I need to start, you know, getting in my word and getting in my faith so I can stand firm in it when it's challenged and when I'm up against something that's not of him. It says it in 1 Corinthians 14. So in case anybody tries to tell you that God sent something your way or this was, no. 1 Corinthians 14, 33 says, For God is the God of harmony and not confusion. Anything that the Lord tells you is for your good and only your good. You never have to be fooled or be a fool again. Not to your emotions, not to social media, not to society. You never have to do that again. So get in the word of God. God loves you. He knows you. Your 1,000 plus followers on Instagram and your close friends, they close, but God's even closer and he really knows you and he really wants to be the problem solver in your life, fixing you and delivering you from self-doubt, depression, anxiety, insecurity, all those things, they don't have a place in your life and they never have. Give God the access and I promise you, you will be freed Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. And if you're in need of encouragement, follow us on Instagram at King's Kid Convos. The King's Kid Convos podcast is for everybody. So share this convo with another King's Kid and be blessed.